Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Before we get into the video, man, I want to give a quick shout out, quick word from our sponsor, BETonline.ag. They sponsored his last video. They're back again. They're the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports teams. March Madness is going on right now. There's a lot of upsets. Is your bracket bust to 10 or is it still perfect? It's still perfect. Okay. I don't make mistakes. I, I, I'm the only perfect bracket left. Nah, me and you are the only perfect bra- brackets left. In yeah, the whole yeah, world. of course. But, yeah. you know, most people can't can't be like us. So make sure y'all go and place y'all's bets. You know, you might want to put a couple upsets here and there. It's the year of the upset, so go do that. But, nah, if y'all are putting y'all's bets, make sure to use BET Online. Head to the website, betonline.ag, or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% off welcome bonus on your first deposit. That's betonline.ag. Now let's get into it. Welcome back to Chum Chat, ladies and gentlemen. Today, it's just the boys. It's just your Chum Chat host. Just bantering back and forth. We got a very special episode in terms of, you know, a lot of people wanted to hear about this uh, firsthand. They wanted me to interrogate Tanner to to see uh, what he was feeling. And the Olympics, it was a long month. How long were you there? Was it a month? Yeah, a month, yeah. Jeez. You know, obviously, as we all know how the story goes, um, I'll pop up the articles right there. The headlines that they made, unfortunate headlines, but um, that's that's where the story goes. It's the way football is sometimes. It's unfortunate. But as we know, Tanner, our boy, went in and um, had quite the performance. I watched the game back, and, uh, you know, I, I was proud of him, to say the least. I was very, very proud. But, um, nah, bro, how are you? How are you? Yeah, I mean, uh, definitely tough, uh, tough month to, to look back on it. It was a good experience, which uh, a lot of guys will say. Um, it was – uh, it was tough, but you know I'm I'm back with SC Dallas now. Uh, first day of training was today with the team, so uh, I don't know when this will be released. I'll probably be a couple weeks deep, but uh, you know it was, it was great to be back on the field. That's that's what you want after a a bad loss or a, a loss in general. You most people you know they think it's better to you know ball up or, or go home and take time or, but uh, for me it's it's honestly just getting back on the field and getting in competition as soon as possible to to get that feeling back of winning. So. Uh, just today in training, it was good to to be back in on the field and and uh, get some touches, be with the boys, you know, family uh, atmosphere, people that love you. So, you know, but it, it was definitely tough, uh, tough. But we can get into some some questions that you have uh, about it. I could just talk about it all day. So, yeah, bro. First of all, I just want to know: Did anyone give you like any hard time about it back at FC Dallas, or they were just all supportive? Um. No, no. The only person I would think that would uh, give me a hard time about it is Brian Acosta because he's he's from Honduras, but uh, he knows the respect and he knows that, you know, uh, it's tough. Maybe in a couple of years, maybe in a year, you know, I'll get some more stuff. But I think everybody saw how sensitive it was for for me and Jesus uh, coming back, you know, definitely not happy about it. So they 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 were uh, everybody's been calm so far. Yeah, bro, if anything, I was going to say uh you know, I thought you were going to say Dante. He has no chill. You know, he would, you know, he would make fun of you. Yeah. I mean, I don't think they were making fun of me, you know, like, yeah, I, not you. Like, yeah, it was more of just like, how did y'all not qualify? You know, that's questions I've been asked by some teammates, Dante too, you know, how did y'all not qualify? And, you know, 
you give the best answer you can, but at the end of the day, we just didn't perform on the day. But it is what it is, bro. And like you said, I completely agree. Like w- once you take a bad loss, you don't want to like be able to reflect on it. You know, you don't want to just get back into it. You don't want to grind. You want to just do whatever you can to forget about it. So I know you've been grinding for sure. When, when did you even get back? Because that was like, what, a week ago that y'all played? Almost two weeks now? Yeah, we played on the 28th. And then some guys, so some some guys stayed a whole nother day. Uh, me and Jesus were up early. We we got out of there the next day. They, they had a flight available for us, so we got out of there. Um, some of the guys stayed for a whole nother day and then almost a, a whole nother day. They left at night on like a, it was like a Monday, I think. But uh, yeah, we got out of there the next day. So we came back and then we did individual training for three days and then had an off day the first day and the, uh, yesterday. So now we're just back with the team. So it's, it's been good, you know, fitness levels there. I think that's the main question everybody's asking me, you know, are you fit or whatever? I'm like, yeah. I mean, we were pushing to, for game uh, minutes, you know, in, in Mexico. So I'm, I'm ready, you know, obviously it can increase, but no, I'm, I'm good. What was the, First of all, I'm going to ask, what was the mood like at halftime when y'all were down 1-0, like straight off the last kick of halftime? And answer that first. And then, like, what was the mood after the game? Like, were people throwing, like, were people angry? Were people just disappointed? Like, did the coach come in and say something? Yeah, so uh, halftime, uh, everybody had good energy, you know. We had, uh, I feel like we had, a, if I'm being honest, I feel like we had a few people with their heads down um, that maybe didn't believe, maybe thought, you know, it's going to be too tough to come back and maybe some players shriveled up and, and uh, didn't perform as well as they could have. But I definitely think the energy was there. Uh, we all believed that we were going to do it. Uh, for me, there was no doubt we were going to bring it back. There was no doubt. I had full confidence in our team, our staff, no doubt. And uh, obviously second, like right at the beginning of the second half, that mistake, that's one that honestly you can't, you can't have in a, in a big game like that. It happened. I still think we could have brought the game back. Um, he had a great tournament. So, I mean, I saw a lot of hate on him. I had to get off Twitter and social media for, I mean, I haven't been on since uh, that, that got that game. So uh, it's been, uh, it's been tough uh, for him. I know it has, but uh, he had a great tournament, uh, man of the match one game. I mean, he, he, he balled out. So, I mean, mistakes like that happen, but I uh, just think in that type of game, you can't have those mistakes and expect to expect to win. You know, everybody expected us to win that game uh, with the players we had there, you know, as a talented group. But uh, then after the game, um, honestly, uh, a player said something and then our head coach said something. Uh, I remember a few, a few details about it, but in that moment, I was just so, uh, you know, thinking back on what we could have done or what I could have done, like not even just that game, you know, this whole, four weeks, what, what we could have done different, uh, thinking back. Cause you question everything you question, you know, you know, what you're doing here, what you like, what, like what's going on. Uh, you think about all what the people are going to say. Uh, you think about, you know, your family, how they're going to react, uh, different people, uh, different families react different ways. I know that my family is going to be supportive either way. Uh, obviously as, as, as a player that wasn't a big, a part of the group as other players were, you know, that you have players like, Georgie and Jackson Yule and Jonathan Lewis that have been with that team for three years. So they've been waiting for this for three years where for me, really, I've only been with them for one camp really because January was 23s and the men's national team. It was really just men's national team. Greg did everything. Uh, so it was really just a, a month with the 23s. You know, I didn't, I didn't know people before this year, uh, made a lot of new relationships, but I was in the group and I was doing everything I could. I mean, so I was only there for one camp. So really, uh, 
you know, I wasn't as big a part of group as, uh, as the other guys had been. So, you know, my family, they were supportive, you know, they, they were supportive from the get to get go. And, you know, obviously they have that disappointment, but uh, I'm sure other families with players that have been in the group longer, you know, it was harder. Uh, I still felt pain uh, not going through, but um, the, the hardest part I think is just, it's just questioning what you could have done because you always can do better. But I mean, I think we had the pieces. I think, you know, we had the players there to, to qualify. We had a good team, but I think that's just, uh, that's something that we're learning as American soccer, I think is those games where, you know, you can play a certain style, you can play uh, a certain way, you can have all the, the pretty stuff, but it's just the, it's just the, the way to win. And uh, we just didn't do that. And uh, we got to learn how to do that. Uh, we have to figure out how to, how to do that. So, but yeah, after the game, it was just a, a lot of things were said, don't really remember, got on the bus, went to the hotel, went to bed. Was it more of a, for you personally, was it more of like a, an angry feeling or was it just like disappointed, like sad? How was it? Like comparing it, like compare it to, obviously this is way bigger, but compare it to like that, how you felt when we lost to NYCFC in the final, like how would you compare those feelings? Was it similar? Uh. Honestly, no, because uh, in in that game, you know, I was a big piece of that team and I was more angry because I had a lot more chances in the game. I had a lot more, you know, personal feelings. I had a lot more, you know, I had a lot more chances, opportunities, uh, decisions that could have changed the game in that game. So you felt more angry with yourself that you didn't get more, basically. Yeah. Yeah, I felt that I felt that that disappointment and sadness. Uh, because you, I mean, right after the game, you see your parents, you see the staff, you see other people's families and you feel that disappointment already. You already feel it from losing the game, but you see these people and then you, you go, you see them celebrating and you see this disappointment and sadness. But in that game, I was more angry with myself, uh, because, you know, maybe I had a good game, maybe I had a decent game, maybe I had a bad game, but I could always do more. So you feel, you feel angry. And then in the, in the, in the game, uh, versus Honduras, I was, I was on the field for, 20 minutes, uh, 15 minutes. So I, I had a few opportunities, definitely felt that anger where I could have done better. I could have played the ball on the ground to, to J. Lou for easy, easier tap in. Uh, different opportunities I could have done better, but I was uh, I was glad that I came in and, and tried to spark the team. I, I feel like even not even a soccer side of creating chances or getting on the ball or defending or anything, I, I feel like I gave our team belief. Uh, I was talking to guys and, and encouraging them, trying to trying to get them to believe. Because you can see these guys, their eyes wide open, like, wow, I don't know if we lose, like, this is crazy. You know, they, the emotions get the best of them. So I was just trying to keep everybody calm and, and believe and, you know, uh, didn't work out. But uh, at that moment, I was just more disappointed uh, and uh, sad and hurt that we, you know, let our country down. Because I've never been on that stage before where you, you have the opportunity to to, to carry your country to, to a tournament or, or do something like that. So it was a different feeling, but, uh, you know, it's one I'll remember for the, for the next opportunity. And I feel like, uh, the next opportunity when, when we win that, when I win that, it's going to feel so much better. So. 1000%, 1000% bro. No, I mean, it's, it's different. And like you said, like it was just a whole different kind of stage. I mean, like not the whole world's eyes were on you, but a good portion of America's eyes were on you because, you know, it's not as important as the World Cup, but everyone wants to, like, qualify for the Olympics and stuff like that. But obviously, like you said, I love what you tweeted, windshield mentality, just wipe it off, continue ahead. You got the MLS season now, so there's no reason for any 
for any of those players that were there to let it affect their performances because that's just that just takes it all downhill. It just needs to be bam, yeah. it's over with, continue going. And going back to Ochoa, I think he's a fantastic player, fantastic keeper. We personally got to know him. I actually would love to have him on. I think that would be a fantastic, maybe to get him to speak about it. You know, I think in like a safe space, you know, make it public. You know, I think that would be good. Maybe that's a that's a possibility for us in the future. But um, yeah, what was it? <laughs> I was meaning to ask you. Did you did you go in versus Mexico or no? Yeah, I was. I mean, even if it wasn't that that much. And obviously with COVID and stuff, obviously the stadium wasn't full, but like, was it like a nice ass atmosphere? Like, how was that? So in the first game versus, uh, I think it was Costa Rica, Costa Rica, uh, they had like very minimal fans, right? Uh, Dominican, they had very minimal fans. Mexico, they opened up the stadium. I think it was 50%, but it could have been filled to 50%. I don't think 50% of people were there. And then uh, semifinal, uh, it was open to 50%, but people weren't there. But in every game, every single fan is for the other team. So we're playing Costa Rica and every fan is for Costa Rica. Then, I mean, they're wearing Mexican jerseys, they're wearing Canadian jerseys. Every fan is for the other team. So, I mean, we're just in that hostile environment, but we knew that. We knew that going there uh, before we even got on the plane uh, three months prior to the tournament, we, we knew that. So it, it, was, it was funny though to see that. And then uh, obviously versus Mexico, you know, we're in their territory. so. Uh, all the fans are going to be for them. And uh, personally, I enjoyed it. Hadn't been in a in a fan environment in a while. Obviously, you have, you know, Dallas and, and even Kansas where we have we have fans, but it's not the same. You know, that culture is different. Even 20 of their fans versus 100 of our fans, it's a different atmosphere. So uh, it, I thought it was fun uh, to play against, you know, fans and be in the hostile environment. I, I enjoy that. It makes me play better. But, uh, you know, I think it might have affected some of our teammates. Uh, that's how it is, but uh, I enjoyed it. I thought it was fun. You know, they're trying to get in your head. Even when you're warming up, I don't speak Spanish, but they think I do, and they're yelling Spanish. I mean, I'm like, you could keep yelling it. I'm just going to keep warming up. But, no, I, I thought it was fun. Uh, you know, wish we could have won to, to shut them up, but it was fun. Yeah, I mean, a lot of those players on the Mexican team have, like, played for the senior team. So it was, um, it was definitely a good team. Y'all were playing for sure. I mean, I guess the only thing I would say really is, is uh, for all the players that were a part of that group and, and the staff, uh, it's how you respond. So, uh, you know, we, we took an L there. We, our country took an L. We, we didn't qualify for the Olympics. But, uh, you know, you see different players do different things uh, after these tournaments, after these, uh, these hard breaks. You know, you see players on the biggest stage like Ronaldo uh, get hate, get knocked out of something, and then the next week he scores a hat trick uh, to shut everybody up. So it's how you respond. So... Uh, I'm with you guys. I'm with I'm with everybody that you know supports the US men's national team. We see uh, you know, we need to improve and and that's what we're gonna do. But it's about how we respond now and uh keep moving forward. But I'm excited, man. We got a we got a lot of young talent coming up. So I know I'm I'm still eligible for the next Olympics as as Johan is. So maybe you'll see your boys there in uh what two how many years is it? Three years? Three years, yeah. Three years. You might see the boys there and uh I bet you we qualify then, so. Do you have, like, a message for the fans? You know, obviously, they're going through some tough times right now, obviously, you know, supporting you. And, and, and as a fan, you know, as a fan myself, taking that L was difficult. Do you have, do you have a message for them? Yeah, I mean, uh, to the fans out there, the U.S. Men's Jackson fans or FC Dallas fans, um, you know, stay strong. You know, believe in us. Uh, have hope. 
have courage uh, as we do. We're going to keep moving forward, pushing together. Uh, there's more there's more games to be played. There's more opportunities to be taken. And uh, there's more tournaments to be won and qualified for. So, you know, the, the grind continues. We're going to keep pushing. Uh, we have talent. We have coaches. We have everything we need. Uh, so we're ready. I mean, we're ready uh, to, to keep pushing forward. And uh, we, we thank you for, for your support throughout that journey uh, in, the, in, in Mexico. We, we appreciate all, all this love and support. And, um, you know, we're sorry we, we couldn't uh, please you guys and uh, please ourselves uh, to be qualified for a big tournament like that. But, uh, you know, the, the next statement will be made, whether it's the men's national team or youth national team. Uh, we're just going to keep going and, and keeping our heads up and uh, keep striving to, to change the way uh, the world views American soccer. So, I said it better myself, bro. I mean, that's that's all it is. We're going to wrap it up there. But, you know, everyone that we talk to, even Tanner, even myself, <clears throat> you don't find success the first time, the second time, the third time, not even the hundredth time. You got to keep finding your own success. Tanner's finding it every day. I know I'm finding it every day. <clears throat> I know I'm finding it every day. And so we just got to keep grinding it out. As Sanders said, you can expect a lot from him in the MLS season. I know he's going to use his motivation to keep going. But yeah, I mean, to everyone watching, you know, use it as a motivation for yourself to go find your own success. And um, <clears throat> make sure to like, share, and subscribe. You know, we're trying to grow big, bigger every day. And we have some really, really big guests on the queue. So stay tuned. And like I said, go find your own success. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.